see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hey. Hello. So we're doing this? Yeah, let me paste something first into my little writing document. Okay. You're the one who was who texted me making sure I was here on time, so. Yeah, you know, I, I know that sometimes you're on, like, color people time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that we were getting started at around the, the agreed-upon time. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, I am. Um... Slept in a little bit today, which was nice. Um, I've started to try to um, put my schedule back to me waking up at seven in the morning. So that happened all of last week. Um, I have a very, very huge project for work that I need to get done before the end of the month. And so I will be working every day until the end of the month. Wow. Yeah. Fun times. So today I'm catching up on client work that have um, I've had to put on hold while I've waited for or while I've been working on um, kind of this emergency type of situation. So, yeah, no, no rest for me. <laughs> OK, well, um, I have just started watching. Uh, I think, uh, you know, look, the past few years have been rough for the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had the, the relative sanity of the Obama years. And then ever since then, it just seems like we're in this alternate reality where like, you know, things are just shit. Agreed. <laughs> but I have uh, my hope and faith in humanity has been restored. You must uh, be watching some Star Trek or something. Well, I, well <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But, um, OK. Now, I have started watching this new show on HBO Max. Okay. And uh, it is called Fuckboy Island. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so. <clears throat> yeah, please it, tell me the premise. I'm, I'm very <laughs> curious. Yeah. It, you know, and, and you know, and, and actually it's probably the trashiest thing I've ever watched. Um, so you like you watching a, a, a car wreck or something. Yeah. All right. So basically what they've done is they take three young hotties, right? Female hotties. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all like in their 20s and look like supermodels, right? But they're they're on the island. They're ready to settle down. They're ready to find love. They're tired of dealing with the fuck boys, right? Okay. So then they bring in 24 dudes, all of whom look like male models. Okay. Right? 12 of them are self-proclaimed nice guys, right? Mm-hmm. They want a relationship. They're here to fall in love because because we all know reality TV is where you go if you want to. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. The other twelve are self declared fuckboys, right? Okay. They are there to get laid, and and somehow they haven't explained it, but somehow eventually the the there's like one couple that will win a hundred thousand dollars. 
Okay. I don't understand on what basis you win. They haven't explained it. I don't know. But anyway, so the fuck boys are there to get laid and get money. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So basically what happens is, is it's kind of like the bachelor from what I understand. I've never seen the bachelor, but from mm-hmm. what I understand it's like, you know, the bachelor like goes on dates with all these girls mm-hmm. and may or may not have any kind of physical Right, like they may or may not get a rose or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, in this one, they're wristbands, right? Okay. The dudes are trying to get wristbands. And uh, so the girls, you know, have already gone on some dates with a few guys and all this kind of stuff. And the guys cannot, the guys are all pretending like they're nice guys. Right. right? Nice guys actually are nice, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And the fuck boys, of course, don't want to say I'm a fuck boy because then you're not going to pick me, Right. So um, at the end of the first episode, they each girl got to send one guy home. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, two of the three people that got sent home were nice guys. Oh, my gosh. Right? Of and of course, the girls were, uh, you know, just shocked, you know, but uh, the girls are like, you know, these guys are like so nice. It's suspicious. Well, of course it is. <laughs> they're, sending, they're sending the nice guys home. Um, but yes, I've watched, I'm watching that. Um, so that's your new guilty pleasure? I guess. It is so fucking trashy. Uh, it's awful. Um, the weird thing, though, is, of course, I'm calling it Fuckboy Island. The name of it is actually F-Boy Island. <laughs> right? And it's on HBO Max. But they apparently can't say fuck? Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe, like, not in the title. But I was thinking in the show. I can understand why you, know, you would call the show F-Boy Island. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like in the show, they would confuse the word fuck, but apparently they cannot. Oh, they can, hmm. you know, they're like, wow, I, you know, I think you're an F boy, you know, no, no, I'm not an F boy, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 it just seems so weird. Um, Maybe yeah, it's so that they can syndicate it and put it played in other um, other countries or so. I, I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's weird. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that, that's that's what I'm, I'm mainly focused on today. I just started watching it yesterday, <laughs> but they're on season two, but I didn't want to start with season two because of course you got to know that, you know, how the story. Goes. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. what they may have changed between the seasons or. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what, what are you watching mostly right now? Um, I actually, so Kay has been gone since last Sunday. Um, and he, no sunshine <laughs> and he gets back on Friday <laughs> this whole time I have been working like the only time I've watched TV is when I force myself to take a lunch break in mm-hmm. the days because when I leave the office at night I just get in the bed and do my little happy color on my um, iPad and play Wordle and then go to sleep which has been really nice because generally speaking if Kendrick's home the TV is always on, or at least, you know, he, he needs to be watching something or having something watch him. And it's just been, it's been nice and calm. And yeah, I told him, I said, I get to clean something once and not worry about it and not have to, you know, be squirmish about going in the kitchen or any of that kind of stuff. So it's been, I suppose, had it not been for this massive work project, it would be almost like a mini vacation. Um, But uh, yeah, he will be back on Friday. And yeah, I mean, again, all I've been doing is working. The one thing I had been watching, like I said, during lunch 
is um, it was a, a like a limited series of uh, Kevin Hart called like Don't Fuck This Up, and it basically followed him. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, yeah, I never watched it. So I was like, mm, okay. So I basically would just watch one episode every time I had lunch. So that was kind of nice. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, that's it. My life is super boring as usual, which is fine. Um, I have been spoiling my little nephew, Izzy. Um, I, I basically help supply his clothing his closet that you know so I get to pick out the clothes and I buy them and I'm, I told his mother that it's like he's like a little dress-up doll so, <laughs> so I was like yeah that part is fun but yeah. I mean he's he's a good baby he, he really is um so we did go out yesterday and I spent the day with Gwen and with Izzy and then came home and worked like our the day started at like nine o'clock because I was like you know if we want to get everything done that you know was kind of on the list we needed to start earlier and since I'd been basically accustomed this week to waking up early I was like okay I'm willing to wake up at eight to get ready to be able to be over there by nine um yeah we went to the Lego store we went to uh you know uh carter's which is the little children's clothing store which was within the mall because we were at sugarloaf um and we ran a couple of errands and yeah so did all of that got home and then I around five o'clock worked for another five hours in the office so i'm a little bit tired <laughs> oh, okay well you know um <laughs> All right. It looks like the the you know the weight of this pop culture episode will fall upon me then. Of course um, it will. All right. So I, I watched the first season of Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Um, I'm I'm not done. I, it's a me and Kay show, so uh-huh. don't completely ruin it because I think we're like an episode or two behind. Okay. I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Anson Mount as uh, Captain Pike, I really love. I love mm-hmm. his hair, how high it is. <laughs> it's so high. Um, but there's lots of characters on there that I really like. Um, you know, uh, there, there's it's just a really good show. And, I, uh, I, I completely agree. I mean, it's, it's yeah. really nice to see, like, the background of, like, Uhura and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, like, the basically, what is it there? Um, origin stories yeah. um, has been really nice and I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it it's definitely um, one that I will continue to watch well in Nurse Chapel uh, the one who has the white hair and the yeah, all white yeah. outfit mm-hmm. um, you know I always that character always I never liked her on the original series mm-hmm. um, but I love her on this uh, <laughs> you know so she's fantastic uh, the whole thing I really like and uh, yeah. uh, T'Challa's been watching it with me he's really into it um and he's like like he likes the star trek movies but he's never been a big series guy but he oh, really okay so i think this is his series you know yeah uh, I mean, it, it really is good i mean it captures it it has that star trek feel mm-hmm. you know it very very much does the writing is really good on it and i mean yep. yeah i've i've really enjoyed watching it um i also watched the first season of ms marvel um, oh, you're finally oh. watching Miss Marvel. <laughs> uh, well, the, the last episode just dropped last week. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, I was thinking. I was you're honestly thinking. Marvel. No, I was actually honestly thinking Mrs. Maisel. I don't know why. Oh my okay. god! No, no, I have not watched the the 
fabulous or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking Ms. Cole. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, my brain just went out for a minute. I, Kay and I have been watching well, You're really it. breaking up on my end. I'm not sure. I don't know why. I might be on your end. I don't know. But we've been, Kay and I have watched it. I actually started to get bored with it. And so I need to go back and rewatch a couple episodes because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've really liked it. Now, the, the superhero part of it mm-hmm. is not actually as interesting as, to me, her family stuff and, and her friends and all that. But that was the same way in the comic. I much preferred Kamala's personal life stuff to the superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed it. In the last episode, um, not to spoil it, since obviously you haven't watched the end of it, um, you know, finally gets around to, you know, at least one major cameo uh, that I figured they would have done earlier. But, okay. Um, so on the last episode. I'm assuming the, that it's Captain Marvel. I don't know. That, I'm not going to tell you. Whatever. But you have to watch until after the credits. Okay. It's an after credit thing. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Um, I also watched this D.B. Cooper uh, docuseries. It was on, on Netflix or something. I saw it yeah. pop up to suggest it. And I've watched stuff about it in the past. And yeah, I, have too. I um, was considering, was it, is it good? It is good. And, you know, I've seen so much D.B. Cooper stuff. I was going to pass on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, I'm just, you know, I don't need any more D.B. Cooper in my life. And um but I started watching the first episode and it's a very stylishly put together documentary. Um, and uh, so I really liked it. Hmm. Uh, it's only four episodes. Uh, so yeah, I, I did like it. Um, I'm continuing to watch Supernatural. I'm still in season one, but I've only got like two episodes left in season one. I'm liking it. Okay. Um, I finished rewatching all of Seinfeld, um, all nine seasons. Uh you know, the last episode's not as bad as some people say it is, but it's certainly, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, what they should have done is instead of uh, doing a final episode, because I just think there's so much pressure on that, they should have just had, you know, a last episode, not a finale. Okay. You know, because like season nine to me actually was a great season. There's a f- hilarious episode. And even the last episode before they, they do a clip show and then they do the finale um if they had just done the puerto rico day episode uh which was the last regular episode Mm -hmm. just ended on that you know just ended like that you know that would have been a great one but instead they do the finale and it's it's just not it's it's not funny Hmm. that's the problem with it's not funny you know um so since i finished that i have uh started to watch the office okay Um, i'd seen the uk version Mm-hmm. and um and i i you know and it was okay i liked it but i didn't love it mm-hmm. and so i i just had put off watching the american version but yeah, I'm i have as well <laughs> still haven't watched it i will say there are there are there have been i'm 10 episodes in mm-hmm. so which i'm on season two because the first season is only six episodes um there are episodes that are just outright hilarious and then there are episodes that the entire episode is cringe hmm. because it's like a lot of the humor comes from being like totally and completely inappropriate 
And uh, I don't know. Some of the humor is like, ooh, I don't, ooh, that's bad. <laughs> um, there are some times, though, I will admit, it reminds me of the library. I figure it was. <laughs> um, there's one episode where they do, like, the, the office Olympics. Mm-hmm. And they, they're doing all these different things. It reminds me of some of the stupid shit we used to do at the library <laughs> uh like the you know the library christmas tree mm-hmm. with the <laughs> post-it notes and stuff on it and uh you know our, our midi games and stuff um so yeah there's episodes where i'm like oh geez you know it's like i've lived that <laughs> yeah some episodes i'm like you know i think i'm i'm white in this situation some episodes, <laughs> I, wow i'm michael in this situation you know was i that yeah. late? um there's a it's so it's interesting. Um, I'll keep I'll keep going. It's it's been funny enough, and like I said, I I suspect it will get funnier mm-hmm. the longer it goes because there's already like some repeating jokes, you know. Um, so I think it's like one of those, you know. Okay, you're in um, on the gag. You started early, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then uh, the last TV thing I wanted to discuss is I have started watching Marvel's The Defenders. Uh, which is now on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think I saw it when it was on Netflix. Yeah, so I'd watched the Daredevil series and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched any of the others. I didn't watch Iron Fist. I didn't watch Jessica Jones. Well, see, watched- and that's just it. Daredevil and Jessica Jones are the best ones. Luke Cage, not uh, um, certainly Iron Fist, no. Um, yeah, but yeah, if you if you um watch Daredevil, I I like I said, I think that you would actually like um Jessica Jones. Well, it is interesting you say that because I'm two episodes in on the Defenders. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm into the Daredevil parts, but there's not so far in the first two episodes, it feels like he's definitely, I, maybe they assumed we all already liked him, but he's like has the smallest role so far. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and I'm bored every single second mm-hmm. of that. Um, there's a good bit of Jessica Jones, and it, it's interesting because jessica will like step into a scene and i don't know if it's just that you know the actress is that good or what but it's like she enters the scene and all of a sudden it's a more interesting scene yeah it's her Um, she she is like that because she was also i believe she was on in uh, breaking bad as well and i've seen her in other places but i just i really Kristen ritter i really like her and I remember her, she was in um, one of the later seasons of Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. And she was good in it. Um, but yeah, she's, she's great on this. Um, the, the parts with um, Luke Cage, um, I've never been a Luke Cage fan in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, the guy they have playing him looks and acts and sounds identical. I mean, there there could be no better casting mm. for this character than this guy. I mean, it's like somebody magically took the comic book character and made him a, li- a living flesh and blood person. Um, That's pretty. Cool. Having said that, I don't. You know, I don't care. I don't never like the character. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, I watched with when I, we were um, when it was out. I watched all but the last season. Like by, by the time it hit the last season, I was like. Uh, do There's I have to? Season. So there's huh? only one season. No, of Luke Cage. 
Oh, Luke Cage. I was going to say <laughs> Defenders. I was like, there's only one. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Luke Cage. Yeah, I didn't even finish it. I think I like had to for, like hurl myself to the finish line of of Iron Fist. Um, but I think that that was wasn't that short lived as well. Was it only one season or two? At most, it was two. Because yeah. you liked the you only liked the girl in it. Um, I think you were you had said that the the oh, chicken yeah. that yeah that you yeah, really like liked wing. right, but you couldn't yeah. tolerate anything else. So so yeah. Um, but Daredevil is my favorite. I'm hoping because I've seen different pieces of chatter about um, him being in some additional Marvel movies. Um, that would be kind of cool. So, like, if they had, he was in the last Spider-Man, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it would be nice to see him in more Marvel movies, and also, um, I would like to see Jessica in a Marvel movie. That would be kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know. Um, well, speaking so of guess, Marvel movies, yes, I was going to segue <laughs> into that myself. Go ahead. So yeah, we saw we went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder. Now I'll be honest, it wasn't a, a movie I was like overly excited to see. I was like, oh, another Thor movie, okay. Um, <laughs> and I know you saw it on the Saturday. We saw it on the Sunday. Um, I will say that I enjoyed it. I don't think it really did like a whole bunch in terms of moving the entire story forward as far as Marvel. But it, it, like, to me, it could have almost been a one-off. Um, that's how it felt to me anyway. Um, but I did enjoy it. I love Chris Hemsworth, of course, and, and Thor is certainly lovable. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was interesting. I did not expect it to be what it was. So I liked it a lot. Um, now, I had really loved Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's, you know, written and directed by the same guy. And a lot of people are talking about, oh, it's not as good as Ragnarok, which I find hilarious, first of all, because I remember when Ragnarok came out, everybody was hating on it. Mm-hmm. They thought it was too silly, right? And now everybody's like, oh, it's not as good as the last one. I'm like, I thought y'all hated the last <laughs> one. The last one's like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't think this one was as good as that. Um, but it's still, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It had some good parts. Um, I loved the goats. Oh yeah, um, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> everything with the goats was hilarious. Um, I liked how we got to see a little bit more of what like the Marvel Earth is like now mm-hmm. with these superheroes there. You know, he had like that, I forget what they called it, but that infinity infinity gauntlet ice cream shop. And mm-hmm. you know, how you got to see how Asgard was kind of working with the world and yeah, you know, a tourist trap and things like that. Um, those kind of things I thought were interesting. I liked that. Um, I will say, uh, as always, because I've never not liked him in anything, I love Christian Bale. Agreed. Completely. He is just such a phenomenal actor. I loved Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I I thought he was amazing Mm -hmm. as as Gore. Um, And, uh, yeah, I remember while we were at the theater, T'Challa actually leaned over to me and he's like, I really like this bad guy. I was like, yeah. but yeah, he was cool. The only thing about Gore, and I'm surprised I haven't seen anybody doing any memes like this so far. There's lots of Gore memes out there. Okay. But I haven't seen anybody saying that he looks like, um, you know, an albino Uncle Fester. Um, <laughs> so every time he would like draw his neck in and you know, mm-hmm. kind of make his neck look fat, <clears throat> I would think, oh my God, it's, you know, it's Uncle Fester. 
as a super villain. <laughs> but especially with the dark rings around his eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, he did such a fantastic job. He did, um, yeah. Yeah. Were you, were you surprised by uh, what eventually happens to James? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was. I was ultimately surprised with how, how it ended up. Yeah. Because, you know, in the comics, they did this whole storyline with her and cancer and becoming Thor and, and all of that. Um, but it ended different in the comics. Okay. Um, so I was a little bit surprised by that. Well, how does um, it end in the comics? Obviously, you're not spoiling the movie. You're just telling me what, obviously, it's different. So what, what happens in the comic? So in the comics, they eventually cure her. Okay. And uh, for a little while, she's running around as a Valkyrie. Okay. Um, and she had our own series called Jane Foster, Valkyrie. Um, but now <laughs> she's, she's once again uh, a Thor in the, the comics. And so there's just two Thors because in the comics anyway, right now, Odin is dead. Mm-hmm. And Thor is king of Asgard. Mm-hmm. And so Jane is basically, you know, the champion of Asgard now as, as Thor. Um, and I, I kind of, because, you know, I've seen so many people trying to, to figure, guess that, oh, you know, Jane's going to be the new Thor and whatever new Avengers thing they do. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, I was kind of expecting something similar. Um, I did like the fact that we got to see um, you know, uh, what's his name? Heimdall's son. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that was, that was cool. That, was that really was. Yeah. Um, and it was cool to see some kids have special powers. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> and I loved, um, you know, what's his name as Zeus. Um, oh yes, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's been a while since I saw Russell Crowe. Russell oh, Crow I knew immediately. I knew immediately I it was him when he came on screen. And then I was like, after a while, because he had d- the accent he did was really good. I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't Russell Crowe. But yeah, yeah I thought he was, yeah, he was awesome as Zeus. <laughs> he was. I, I just didn't know that he had gotten so chunky, you know, but. He maybe, was, maybe he chunked up for the movie. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I, I liked the movie a lot. I mean, I think, um. I think I told somebody that, um, you know, on a scale of one to 10, I gave it like a seven. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a solid seven. It is. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe even in a low eight, depending on my mood. Um, it strikes me as one of those I think I'll probably like more when I rewatch it. Yeah, that's, ex- I was going to say that. I, I feel like it could be an eight for me after I see it again. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And of course, the next one's going to be uh, Black Panther 2, World of Wakanda. Yes. And That's going to be interesting. It is. There's been a lot of leaks lately. Um, I don't know if you've been following them. Of online. course not. If you don't tell me, how the hell am I going to know what's going on? So a lot of the production artwork has been leaked uh, okay. as, of, as very recently. And so we know pretty definitively that uh namor the submariner is going to be in it mm-hmm. which means this is going to introduce atlantis okay um namor himself looks a lot like he does in the comics but he has like a lot of like aztec kind of feel to his outfit and so do the other uh atlanteans mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting um atuma who is 
his big villain in the comics is apparently going to be a villain, if not the villain in this movie. Okay. Um, and every time I hear a tomb, I always think of, uh, you know, kindergarten cop when um, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a headache and the kid yeah. says, it's probably a tumor. And he's like, it's, like, not, it's a not a tumor. tumor. <laughs> yep. But in this movie, it is a tumor. <laughs> um, so now in the comics, there's been a couple of wars between Atlantis and Wakanda. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, I bet Atuma is going to basically do something to create a war between Atlantis and Wakanda. Right. And both sides are going to think like the other side is the bad guys kind of thing. Um, according to the leaks, um, they are going to kill um, T'Challa off screen. Okay. Um basically they're going to reveal that he has died from some illness. And, you know, after the last movie, of course, you know, uh, what's his name had burned all the, the Lotus. Um, what's his name? Uh, da, 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 Eric. Mm-hmm. Killmonger. Mm-hmm. So in this one, uh, supposedly uh, Shuri is going to have to create an artificial version. And she's going to use that to become the new black Panther. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So I, just, I hate that he passed away. I mean, not just me for too. the sake of the movies, but I mean, he seemed like he was just a really nice guy. But yeah. but yeah, I, I hate that the movie had to kind of well had to change because yeah. I still wish. I understand at first everybody saying, "Oh, don't recast it," but now everybody's like they should have recast it. Um, no, I I'm still okay with them not recasting it. I think they should have recast. There's so many mm-hmm. great stories that T'Challa is now never going to get to be a part of. Yeah, it's and just I still think, too soon, I think. I, that, think. I think that Chadwick would have wanted them to recast it. Um, and I just... Shuri, I like Shuri. But I like mm-hmm. Shuri as Shuri. I don't like Shuri. I don't want Shuri as Black Panther. I've read Shuri as Black Panther in a couple of storylines in the comics, and mm-hmm. you know it, it always feels like a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I think we lost T'Challa too soon, and I just Definitely. think they should have they they should have recast it. They should have. I mean, I would have been fine just recast it. And nobody mentioned it, you know. But hell, it's the Marvel universe. If you want to say he, you went on a mission through the multiverse and came back, and it looks different now, you know. I don't. Yeah, care. they yeah they but, could have certainly done that. Yeah. Or maybe this is the T'Challa from another universe who ends up stuck in ours or whatever. Um, Good, yeah. Again, yeah. Really, I hadn't really thought about that, but that would make sense too. Yeah, but um, it comes out on my birthday, so. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're gonna see it for your birthday on your birthday? I don't know. It depends on what day of the week that is. You know, because I'm not going is, to like uh, Friday. Oh yeah, then I probably will. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm not going to like a midnight show, you know. So, but yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little concerned though. I just wonder how it's going to be with. I mean, I don't know. Again, without the Black Panther in it, you know. Right. Um, I know she becomes the Black Panther apparently, but I'm just not sure how that's going to feel either. You know. I don't uh, know. I'm I'm not as worried about it. I don't know why. I'm like I feel like it's going to be okay. Um, it, it, it certainly w- is not going to be the movie it would have been with Chadwick, but 
I think it'll still be okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but not again. Yeah. If it was Chadwick, I'd be like, Oh my God, I got to see it now, but I'm going to see it probably when it that weekend, I would assume. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, um, did you get anything for uh prime day or prime days? Yes, I know. I hate that they call it prime day and it's two days, but, um, I did, <laughs> I got myself some vitamins. <laughs> so um i living crazy i know really um i take uh fish oil is one of the few things that i i actually take um as a supplement and the one that i buy is like this i guess fruity tooty one because it's like now if you buy one bottle of it it's like almost 50 dollars for the bottle and only 180 capsules come in it so um on prime day it was like half off so i was excited because i got two for one yeah <laughs> so i bought that and then um i mostly got stuff for izzy actually just more clothes and stuff for izzy and um yeah i just i don't know i and i've never in the past been like a huge prime day person so most of the time it's like something comes it comes and it goes and i don't really think too much about it but um i don't know this year i kind of fell into the whole hype of it and i think i spent like maybe around between the two days maybe around 500 and something dollars possibly yeah well i'm 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 that's actually tame to what i heard some people um spending on that day so so i'm like okay yeah i i could see how you could kind of fall down that rabbit hole so so um i got a amazon kindle white okay um so or paper white i think that's what it is paper white um so it was uh, on sale for forty dollars um it's it's the cheap version you know, no, I know the, yeah i know what you're talking about well i'm just surprised gigabytes. surprised you even got one so yeah it was six, six six gigabytes and you know um all this kind of stuff so you know i got it because i mean i figured i've been thinking about getting one just to start saving money on my books mm-hmm. you know um and, you know, with uh, Kindle Unlimited, I can get so many to read for free. Right. You know? And uh, so, uh, yeah, I've, I went and got that. I've, I've read one book and finished it. Now I'm on, I should finish the other one today. Um, so, so how yeah. do you like, how is that experience compared to the actual book? It's, you know, I still don't like it. Well, I mean, I don't like it as much as an actual book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for one thing, I like to smell my books. Right. Yes, we, um, we know. <laughs> Yeah. And I like, you know, the feel of certain paper. Um, you know, I will say, you know, it's the one thing that's different to me is that um, with books, a lot of times I'll look, I'll skip ahead a few pages to see how long the chapter is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, okay, you know, I hate to finish, I hate to stop in the middle of a chapter. Right. I always like to finish a chapter. Yeah. Right. And that's like, I, feel, I find that more inconvenient on this well if 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 it's like the old school kindles they used to have location points instead of oh this you're seven pages into the chapter you're three pages away for finishing which they do in um on the ipad um if you're uh reading anything from ibooks or whatever it the books tell you okay x amount of pages left in this chapter and that was one of my frustrations with amazon is that i couldn't tell 
when you know how far I had have to go and I have to do the whole flipping forward and then yeah. anyway so yeah um iBooks that lets you know when that chapter is going to end <laughs> yeah I just yeah. thought that they would have fixed that no because it, it'll tell me like what page I'm on mm -hmm. and it tells me what percentage of the right. book I am through yeah and that's um, it's yeah mm-hmm -mm. For some reason, the percentage thing, I, I, I might try to turn that off. Because mm. uh, on the one hand, I like it. But on the other hand, I find myself obsessively, like every few pages, seeing if the percentage has changed. Right. Um, oh, okay. And see how much know. more of the story you've got and where kind of where yeah. the plot is going. And oh, Okay. It just, I don't know. I, I'm obsessing over it. Um, and I don't need to obsess over anything else in my life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, I go back to school on next week is my last week of summer. Oh, okay. All right. I go back to school on the, uh, the 25th. Um, I have, I think it's like eight days of pre-planning. Oh my gosh. That's counting the weekend. I guess. Right. So it's right. actually like, but still it's like five, six, seven. What, school starts August 1st. So students come on august 3rd it's like a wednesday huh yep here yeah. um they they're starting back on august 1st which i was floored that it was actually a monday because you know apparently anyway i hate it when school doesn't start on a monday but yeah we've had that argument before um i like it when it starts on a wednesday or something um because that first week is just filled with um administrative stuff and exactly getting, yeah so just let us do that for two three days and you get people off my roster who are in the wrong class and that mm -hmm. kind of thing and then we can really start on monday um although i can only do administrative you know nonsense for too long so i think last semester i actually started teaching on that friday and mm -hmm. i was like you know if you're leaving my class you know yay for you um because i mean i just can't i can't stretch out nothing too long, right you know? right um but yeah, this semester I am uh, teaching uh, all one class. I have one prep this semester. Um, okay. I'm doing just American literature uh, all day long. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. No AP, no ninth grade. Um, hmm. It is interesting, though, because when I was looking at my roster, I, I was thinking, figuring I would not know any of the kids. But of course, I know the, a majority of the kids because uh, I taught them in ninth grade. Oh, okay. um, now they're you know in 11th grade mm -hmm. um, so the ones I taught two years ago um, so a lot of these kids were ones I taught when we were all virtual mm -hmm. and things like that so you know I don't know them know them as well as maybe I could but I do recognize the names and stuff so um, are you gonna do Gatsby I guess since it's American yes Law? yeah I'll do Gatsby okay um, so See, I wonder who, uh, hopefully nobody from work listens to the podcast. <laughs> I doubt um, it. So I will just say that, you know, uh, American literature is the only course that still has a milestone at the end. It has, you know, the, the mandatory test. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, the scores last year were not as high as they would have liked. And um, so I think that, you know, I had had a lot of success when I was teaching American Lit and that's one of the reasons why I'm back in American Lit now mm -hmm. and why I'm teaching three American Lit. <laughs> um, 
So I was told, you know, oh yeah, they really want you to help raise the scores. And I'm like, well, no pressure, I guess. Right. Uh, really? But, uh, you know, I was, I kind of miss, uh, AP lit cause I taught that last year and, um, our AP lit scores finally came out in early July mm-hmm. and I had a positive and negative, uh, reaction to them. Um, okay. Not to, you know, again, not to diss anybody that I work with because it was just a really weird year and I, there's a lot of things that go into what makes good and bad scores and mm-hmm. you know it's not always the teacher but um I had by far the best scores at the school mm-hmm. um like I had 63 percent of my kids passed um whereas you know there was one other teacher who had zero percent passed oh wow somebody else who had like 30 percent right so I mean Everybody was thrilled with my scores, but I was very unhappy with my scores. Yeah, because you were, you were not happy with 63. No, God, no. Because, well, the state average was like 80%. Oh, geez. Right? So um, everybody's like, oh, that's fantastic. You know, da, da, da. And I'm like, no, I'm 20% under the state average. That's horrible. <laughs> um, you would look at it that way, though. I mean, you've got to kind of think of where they've been and where you're kind of trying to get them to be yeah and everybody's like well it's the first year and blah 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 and i'm like god i'm just you know i i was not happy with that at all and then Uh, now you don't even get to do it again yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you know and yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well anything i say makes it sound like i'm like dissing people Mm -hmm. and i don't want to do that because you know i've had I've had years where I thought, you know, there's nothing I could have done with this group of kids. Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes it's, you just, it's just whatever they put in your room, you know? And, um, you know, a lot of my kids in the, that I had during the first semester, I thought were like brilliant kids, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, you know, I, I figured they would do well. Um, but yeah. And so I didn't have anybody who get a who got a five, which is like the the perfect score. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, you know somebody get a four, uh, but I didn't get anybody who had a five. Um, and I was hoping to get at least one with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, with all that said, are you at least are you looking forward to this new school year? Uh, well, that's always a difficult question. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in it, I don't mind it. I like it. Um, you know, I like my job. I like what I do, but, um, you know, I am a fairly introverted person. Mm-hmm. And so when I've gotten used to being able to stay in my house, the thought of now getting, you know, back up every day and having to go spend, you know, mm-hmm. eight or nine hours speaking to people the entire day um you know that it's hard to get excited about (laughs) um you know so no I get it I mean I love working from home if I I can't imagine going back into a situation where I have to physically go somewhere to go to work yeah I'm not stressing out over the first eight days because Mm -hmm. you know it's just adult it's, it's busy work Right. And I mean, it's just you guys, right? Just the teachers, the faculty. So, yeah. I always get nervous. Like the night before 
uh, the students come back and I do this during second semester too. Um, that's when I get all nervous and, and everything. And I, <laughs> or do you you're know, like, oh, will they like me? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is part of it. It's like, Aww. you know, what, what if they think I'm stupid? Yeah. You know, or, you know what am I going to wear? You know, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's always the, you know, the, the stressful day. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what, what is this emergency project you're working on? Or can you not discuss, do you have like an NDA? Oh, no, no, it's not like, it's not like that. We, um, you know, I, again, I, my full-time job, my nine to five job is I work as the office administrator for a pediatric speech therapy um, practice. Right. And so we had decided early in the year that we were going to change the, the software we were using um, for patients or EMR was going to change. Um, needless to say, when we did the move, we moved in um, April and it did not go over very well for everyone. Uh, it made the process a lot more cumbersome for the therapist. Like on the back end, the stuff I had to do, it made it actually a lot easier. But for the therapist, which of course that's our lifeblood, um, they were like, no, because it wasn't something you can just easily teach someone. There's like all this, yeah, it was just, and then on top of that, the software looked like it came from the 90s. Um, I never got over that. Um, <laughs> we, we decided we would just bite the bullet, even though we were, or we were tied into a three-year contract, um, we were gonna, you know, break it basically and go back to the software that we left but never hadn't turned off because we were still waiting on stuff to migrate over and all that kind of stuff so um it is my job to get everyone moved over by the end of the month um so i have like each day is planned out with who i'm moving oh sorry it's just there's been a lot of complicated pieces in the back end um, or I've we've been working on some spreadsheets and I've been working with doing like some conditional formatting and formulas and um, just to kind of get it to be what we need it to be because my predecessor had one um, a file like that but it was built in Excel and you know, I ain't got time for no Excel. I do everything online. So it yeah. needed to be something that could work in Google Sheets. So I basically redesigned it um, with the input of my colleague in the back office and, um, and my boss. And then it's now where it needs to be. And now I need to build it for each or duplicate it for each therapist. But while I'm doing that, it's almost like with I'm doing a data migration back to the original software. So all the new stuff that was put into the newer system, I've got to pull back out. Um, it is not an easy task because it runs in a basically like a VPN. It's a virtual desktop. Yeah. And so when you save something, it tries to save it to that virtual desktop. And then you've got to find a workaround to then get the file from there onto the Mac. Or even if you're using a PC, it's still basically, in a, you know, it just, it, it's cumbersome, but I like the tedious type of work. I like detail work. And this is exactly what it is. So Right now, this project is getting in the way of my other clients, but I'm not too upset about it because, I mean, again, I'm enjoying it. And, and there are plenty of times when it, it's difficult to find any pleasure in working all the time. 
So, um, so yeah, I'm doing a project that I'm actually excited about. Cool. All right. Well, that's always better than, you know, it's something that's, you know, awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wish, I wish we didn't, I didn't have to do it, but it's good because we, we left the, you know, we left that software because we thought, oh, green, greener pastures. And we realized how much we appreciated the simplicity of the other software. Um, So it necessitates because of its simplicity necessitates some of the stuff that I had to build into the Google sheet um, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't, it just doesn't track that information or you can't, you can't pull it as a report or anything like that. But again, now I know where we've been. Um, I know better where we need to be going and how, and basically how to get us there. So, so yeah. Okay. So yeah, just like, again, working a lot. Um, Kay and I have been able to have been blessed to be able to go to probably like one Atlanta United game every every month. So that's been that's also kind of cool. So I saw that there the the guy in charge, you know, was leaving to go uh, run. I forget which team it was in the uh, the real football league, the uh, the EPL, the English Premier League. Yeah, this, this whole year has been really weird for the team. You know, our, our um, goalie injured himself and he's, he was out, he's out the whole season. I mean, Brad has been with the team since the very, very beginning. And it's unusual that he's not in the net. I mean, he's always playing. Um, yeah. A couple of our other um, really good players are also out or injured. And so this, it's been a very, very weird year for the team um i heard that there's discussion that the star player is considering leaving after this year as well um Mm -hmm. joseph martinez and i'm like he is basically he's the king of the team you know that's a lot of a lot of people who come because there's quite a bit of hispanic people who attend the um the games as well i mean they're there for joseph i mean there are other there are other people too on the team that they're there for that's also hispanic background but um you know, there's so, I don't, there's so, so much that has changed since Tata left. Yeah. Um, it feels as though, you know, we cling to the things that are like, okay, this was still from the first season, you know, like we, this, this person has been around a long time, that kind of thing. So it's like, we cheer louder for the people who have been there um, through all the transitions and all that stuff. Cause it's, you know, it's familiar to us. Um unfortunately this time I can't with the way the team is I can't I couldn't name everyone on the team at this point I used to be able to um but now it's just you know change after change and day it almost feels like daily or weekly they're popping up saying oh we have a new signing it's like where the hell are these people gonna play I mean (laughs) so I don't know it's still enjoyable. It's still a thing that we do. We wear our um, Atlanta United shirts on game days, even if we're not going to go to the game. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah. Arsenal's this, this is our off season right mm-hmm. now. Um, they start back in, in August. I mean, they only okay. take two months off, but um, so they're doing preseason right now. It's been a busy off season. Um, uh, you know, we've seen four players leave. Uh, including my uh my favorite player uh alexander lacazette oh my uh, gosh but i mean i knew it, it was probably time for for Laka to go i mean he's 32 mm-hmm. uh he wants another you know big contract and you know they weren't 
going to offer well, it to him. He can so always they, come to MLS. They'll give him a big contract. That's true. Well, that's what a lot of PPL folks do is they come, mm-hmm. you know, for that last contract. Yep. Um, and, uh, but we've added six, no, I've added five players. Okay. Um, so far. Um, one of which came from MLS. Um, Matt hmm. Turner came from New England. That yeah, uh, the name sounds familiar. He's a he's going to be a, a backup keeper for us. Oh, cool. Um, so he's he's not expected to to push, you know, to start, but right, 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 right. Hmm. So yeah, um, you know, it's interesting. We've been we've improved on defense a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, last year we we had we had it in our hands to finish in the top four and go back to the champions league. And in the end we finished in fifth. Um, so we missed out on champions, but we do get European football again. Uh, so we'll be in, um, you know, some other tournaments, but not champions league. That's our goal is to get well, back. To champions I do think league. it's interesting. Like with the MLS, it's almost like they use that as the launching point because you think about, Tata and even our coach now, what is it, Pineda or whatever, the fact that they came to do this so that they could ultimately do what they want to do back home. Like this put them on. Yeah. I'm like, it's sad because yeah, we do get them for like a year or two or whatever, but you know, when they leave, especially when they're big, they're not necessarily big personalities, but certainly, you know, they kind of have that aura about them where you respect them and, you know, you know, they're looking out for the team. It's just sad when you see those types of players or even coaches go when they seem so invested in the team. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I keep, I keep, I kind of keep up with MLS. Not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't tell you who's got the best record or anything right now, you know, not us. <laughs> every now and then I'll, I'll kind of glance to see if there's like big news yeah um, yeah but it's it's so hard for me to like keep up with it i you know i don't I, it seems easier for me to keep up with the english league really all things because yeah you know i have peacock and they show all the games oh okay uh, that yeah see we have to have an additional sports package to pick up the games that end up on weird networks yeah so and you know that they just made that huge deal with Apple TV. Oh, did they? Yeah, Apple Plus is going to become the new MLS network. So uh, everything is going to be on there, like all the games instead of just some yeah. games on. T- oh, that is going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because what one of the things they're uh, talking about is whether or not they will have, you know, like you know now when like if you watch an Atlanta United game, you usually see if they're at home, you see the same announcers. Right. Hmm. Um, so Apple is considering maybe just having announcers back at wherever their home base is. Hmm. They want to actually be at the games. That's so, interesting. Yeah. So you might just have, you know, like, a, like maybe four or five different people and, and they basically announce every MLS game. Hmm. Um, yeah. You're saying so number one right now is Austin. We played them. We were at that game and we lost four zero. Um, so they're number one. We are number 22 out of 28 this year. I know it's, it's, I told you it's been a very rough season. Wow. We still love, we love our boys, but it's, it's been difficult. I mean, I don't, I don't foresee us being in the playoffs this year. Um, 
I don't understand how the how does the playoff thing work? I mean, is it like the top six yeah. teams or whatever? It's like the top. I think it's like you have to be in top eight in the East, top eight in the West, oh, and okay. those are the ones that you know could do the playoffs. And we've just it our game this our gameplay just hasn't come together. It's not like it's terrible. I mean, you know, we've been notorious about oftentimes just tying a game which you know i know some people just get pissed off because it's just one point but i'm like i'd much rather tie the game than lose it um you get a point exactly but it's 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 been tough for them this year it has been and that's okay i mean again we're now i'm saying we're fans we're we're not gonna just be like oh because they're having a crappy season we're not you know we're not going to support them we're still members of one of the um the the um supporter teams or whatever so um so yeah we're still into our atlanta united i've and and it's funny because i've never been into any sport this much i mean back in the 90s i really followed the braves obviously and i was into that but um you know i'm not usually a huge sport like committed sports person um but no i i i really enjoy um soccer and you know we've we've been fortunate with our team um having had some very early success yeah and there's still i mean the austin game they opened up the upper level so there was there was probably well over seven i mean you know i think they have a capacity of 70 something thousand um and i'd not seen the I would not seen it be that many people in a long time. Um, but, you know, of course, the, the game was exciting. The Austin game was exciting. But just the fact that we were slaughtered was because we had some really good opportunities. And that's just it. We always make really great opportunities and we just can't. It's it's the Atlanta curse. We just can't seal the deal. We we always have teams that can do very well, and then when it's t- when it's time to turn it on, it's like mm, nope. <laughs> so so yeah, but yeah, hmm. yeah. What was that? Um, my <laughs> sister-in-law was trying to call me. I um, I think that I mentioned that I was doing the show but on um today but hang on but i guess that's okay see i i figured you know you'd have your phone on you know vibrate no it is on vibrate the phone itself is on vibrate but because i'm doing this over the computer and you know i I use an iphone and i'm a mac person um it rings through the computer as well i can do text messaging and take calls through the computer so i did not turn on do not disturb on the computer because i was like you know who's gonna call me now anyway and i yeah i don't usually have to concern myself it's with just that. the show yeah. yeah just the show just the just show, the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so um how are our stats doing or how have there been any increase or decrease since we went to one once a month um, I think that it's kind of plateaued the last time I looked it's like hmm, there's not as many people who are listening um, I know for a while there and I don't know if it's still the case um, that all oh, she says Ezra is sad now um, she usually calls him FaceTimes when I can see him and take pictures of him so um, anyway I, I there was one show for a while that had like no one listen to it 
Um, I don't know if that's still the case, though. I'm not as um, caught up in the the uh, statistics of it as I used to be because I don't have time to be caught up in anything other than work. So, so yeah, I would have to look. Although I would argue this is your longest running project. What is? The show. Really? Well, I mean, we had a hiatus there for a couple of years. But even, even with the hiatus, you know? I guess so. Yeah, that's uh, that's certainly a way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I uh, I'm currently working on two novels at once. Okay. Um, working on Lazarus Gray Volume Fifteen, mm-hmm. and then I have a a new thing that's going to be kind of a it's in the same universe. Um, but it's going to be another modern day thing. It, it has ties to the three straw man books that I've written that haven't been published yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on this whole, you know, sub part of my universe that nobody's seen. Um, hopefully they'll see it, you know, within the next year or two. Um, but yeah. So I, my, you know, they had that uh, Reese unleashed month. Right. Right. Last, you know, back in April. And um those books have gotten uh, some pretty interesting responses. Um, one of mine, uh, I wrote this book called The Chronicles of Lilith. Mm-hmm. It's actually about Lilith, you know, from the, you know, the original, supposedly she was, you know, Adam's original wife, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so I, I wrote that book and I, I need, maybe I need to go back and reread it because there's only been two reviews and they've both made, reference to um you know basically how filthy the book is (laughs) um so maybe i need to go back and look at this again but uh one of them uh gave it a one-star review right wow okay and this is somebody who normally gives all my books a four or five this is a a steady reader right Hmm. and it was entitled this should have an x m a warning label Hmm. So it says, this, sh- this is a hard review for me. I have really enjo- enjoyed Barry's stories and books. But this time he got into some really disgusting, violent sex descriptions. Now at my age, I can shrug it off. But younger people and most adults, I believe, will really be offended. I think Barry should take this book off the market. Oh, wow. <laughs> make it a lot less graphic. The story is fine, and I like some of the characters, but it is too graphic for most people. Cannot recommend it. Jeez. So I, I, <laughs> I just remember, I remember, you know, thinking, oh, it's a good book. I was pretty proud of it, you know. Um, but yeah, I think you might remember it differently then. So you definitely have to go back and <laughs> read what you wrote for it to be, I mean, wow. Yeah, because it makes me wonder if this person has ever read you know, rabbit heart, which mm-hmm. is what I've always, you know, kind of said was the, the roughest. Right, thing right. Um, so, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I said I should pull that one off the market. Jeez. <laughs> that is, that, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. No one should be subjected to this, Mr. Race. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just don't know. I was looking okay. at the so rabbit art has 14 reviews. I was looking to see if any of them were by that same person. See what he thought. Oh, just in case. Oh, okay. It 
does not look like he reviewed that one. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe he's just unfamiliar with my he's other. like, oh, if you didn't like this one, check this one out. This one's better. <laughs> so. Yeah, I actually replied to him and I said, you know, wow, you know, sorry you didn't like that one. Um, you know, I said, you know, if you think this is rough, though, you definitely don't need to read Rabbit Art. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is one part of this one. I know that, you know, the guy has sex with this giant, like, dumpling creature. Um, um Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I just thought it was weird. I don't think it was particularly, you know, graphic. I mean, it's a dumpling thing. I mean, how weird could it be fucking a dumpling, you know? Um, oh, okay. Know. But <laughs> Wow. <laughs> maybe, maybe I've just gotten to the point where what I think is weird is not what other people think is weird. So, yeah. Well. So why, um, say, I guess T'Challa was with her, uh, his mom this weekend? So um, his mom and her new husband went on their honeymoon this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so they apparently, I asked him what they were doing. He said they were going to Florida and like basically stopping at a whole bunch of different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he had to stay home uh, to take care of the animals and granny. And, um, so I took them uh, dinner one night Okay. and, um, he starts band camp tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be busy with that for, you know, like seven, eight hours a day, you know, for the next few days. Um, but yeah, that's where, where he is. Um, so of course we couldn't do the show last weekend because, of, Cause you uh, canceled Thor. because of Thor mm-hmm. Yeah, because of Thor. And see, yeah, uh, that's on you. You canceled. I did not. Yeah, but you canceled yesterday. Whatever. Yeah, because I was like, Friday night, I was like, hey, usual time? And you were like, well, can we do it like a lot later? Or earlier at the time. You didn't say anything about earlier. You said later. I did say earlier. I'll go back and look now. Yeah, because I thought I I did say or earlier. Let's see right here. Um, Maybe later? all right i'll read it maybe later i'm working 15 hour days and have to work this weekend but she wants to run errands tomorrow morning anyway would sometime on sunday work for both of you okay well i obviously remembered it in a completely different way obviously <laughs> oh and i did, and i did find out who sent me a, a gift off of my amazon list yeah so who was that my husband wow he but- never does stuff like that like ever he's supposed to clear expenditures with you first <laughs> oh please he he stays in his sandbox when it comes to the money thing because okay. I, I can't play with him anymore so it was it was surprising because i was like you know i was floored and i was like hey you never do stuff like this um you know so in the back of my mind it's like what the fuck did you do why am, why are you sending me something but um yeah no he was he I think he said he was he was on there on Prime Day and was like, um, yeah, let me go ahead and send her something off of her list. And so it was really sweet. And then it also so I got that on Friday. And then in addition to that, I was talking to my boss, who's been my friend since for like 20 years, because this year this year is our 20th uh, high school or not high school, but college anniversary from um, Georgia Military College. We were talking on the phone and then. At one point, I see somebody deliver some food on my um, my porch, 
and because you know I have my the video cameras and I see them here in the office and you know I was like oh hang on a second let me go see what's going on and I went got it and I threw the plastic bag I could see that it said it had her name on it and I was like I, I was like, are you serious? You actually sent me lunch because she lives in um, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you're always so bad about, you know, taking breaks or eating and stuff. She got she did Uber Eats of my favorite restaurant because it's I can't get my favorite restaurant on any of the other apps right. <laughs> um, because of the distance. But she got me some pad thai and it was I was I was floored. I was completely floored that she was thinking of me and wanted to make sure I was okay. So Friday was kind of a cool day because people, people loved on me and that was nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like, and I told her early in the week, I said, you know, I feel like I'm always having to do so much for other people. Um, You know, granted that I certainly get paid for it with my, with my marriage, I don't, I don't get paid for that, but um, (laughs) I feel like I, you know, it's always about me serving others. And I'm like, I don't feel like anyone's really there to have my back or to to say, okay, you take a break. I'll carry the the burden for a while. So, so yeah, it just, the Friday was just nice to know that I was, I guess, heard and I'm not invisible. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, when you text me and asked that I sent you a present, I was like, oh. yeah, because I thought That's it was, I, can't, yeah. I can't afford my own present. I right figured now. as much, but, but I was like, well, Barry's the only one who would ever buy me stuff off my list. So let me ask him. And yeah, and I had not spoken to Kay that day or, you know, up until that point. And it wasn't until later where I, I asked him, I said, did you send me something? He's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay. But he got me um, a little Animal Crossing um, sleepwear, like the pants. Um, I had had it on my list. And yeah, he got it for me. So that was cool. And then when I was out yesterday, um, we one of the places we stopped at was Target here locally. And they have like, you know, local high school garb, you know. So um, what was nice was that I saw that they had my, the high school I graduated from. So I'm wearing um, a top and a pair of shorts that's got Rockdale Bulldogs on it. And I was like, you know, it was a bit of nostalgia because I was like, yeah, no matter what. I mean, granted, I went to, I have other degrees since high school, but I'm like, you know, I'm still always going to be a Rockdale Bulldog. And yeah, it was so, so yeah. I don't know. I'm being you nostalgic. Got so many, you got so many degrees from so many schools. And I you think could, about my you high could school. go to you could go to like a, a reunion thing every fucking week. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, I was like high school. I mean, again, high school was important to me. I, I enjoyed my high school experience. It, a lot happened and I learned a lot in it academically and personally. And um, yeah, I enjoyed my time in high school. I enjoyed school. Um, I, I've always enjoyed school, but I enjoyed it for the time that, you know, that I went to, to that school. I mean, I know the school is much different now and all that stuff, but I'm like in the nineties going to the schools in, in Rockdale County, I thought was awesome. I mean, I, I have nothing negative to say yeah. about, about it. And, you know, maybe it's just the eight, you know, the years that have passed that have made the memories much sweeter. I don't know, but 
but yeah, I, I enjoyed my formative years in Rockdale County. <laughs> uh, did you ever see the movie ATL? No. Okay, it's, it's a black movie, so. That's I, probably I why I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, it. It's good, though. Yeah. I've been watching, I started watching, what is that show? It's a, it's a black show that American, um, what is it? Hang on, I think I texted you about it. Um, I told you it was like a black version of Friday Night Lights. Oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> let me see, what is the name of that show? Um, All American. I haven't, yeah, they, I stopped, they keep, but they I keep haven't. recommending it for me, but. <laughs> well, yeah, because of, of Riverdale. I think that's why they, oh, they okay. um, probably do that. Um, I started watching, it's predominantly Black, um, but it's, you know, Black with the whole, oh, these are mixed race kids and blah, blah, blah. And so um, it, it's pretty decent. I just stopped because I had other things to do and I didn't realize that there was like over 70 something episodes. Um, and it's still on. So it's like, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. You know, I, I prefer my Brits. So. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. We're supposed to record again. Um, it's July now. So on the 13th of August. Okay. I don't foresee that. I don't have anything on my calendar for that day yet. So. Okay. Not at this point, I have nothing on mine. Um, I, I, I did want to say one more thing. Um, mm-hmm. So Robbie Williams, uh, you know, his new album comes out, you know, in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. It's an orchestral album. So he's like re-recording a bunch of his hits and, um, you know, it's kind of orchestra with it. And mm-hmm. we, me and you, we've talked a little bit about, I, I have not been pleased with them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Although for me, I think you sent me two different ones to listen to, and one of them I actually enjoyed, um, really enjoyed. Yeah. And I know, I know you're like, no, but it was it Road to Mandalay or something. It wasn't your favorite anyway. Oh, so, that was Eternity. Yeah, there you go. The um, Road to Mandalay they just dropped, and um, that is one of my favorite Robbie songs. And I just do not like the uh, the orchestral version. Well, you have to send it to me because again, I've, if you don't send it to your to me or tell me, I don't know what's going on. I don't you pay know. attention to the news. I don't. It's just no. Um, I'm just cocooned in my house where I feel like only two rooms exist: my office and the bedroom, um, and that is it. And the only thing I do in my bedroom is sleep. So, <laughs> so there you go. No wonder you're grumpy all the time. I know. But, um, seriously. Yeah, so, you know, I've heard like five songs off of it now, and I haven't liked a single one. Mm, wow. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about maybe not buying this one. Not what? Physically. No. Um, you can't do that. It's just, I don't. And, you know, look, I still love Robbie. I wish I was getting a, a new album to celebrate his 25th, 25 years in music, mm-hmm. you know. But um, yeah, I just I'm not wild about this stuff that I'm hearing. Um, Lazy Days is supposed to be the next one they drop. Okay, and <clears throat> that's that's going to be an important one for me. Uh, is, it, is that the make or break one for it may you? Maybe because okay. I like Lazy Days a lot. It's a great song. It was in, in fact, it was probably the second Robbie song I ever heard hmm. um, because. 
I heard uh, Millennium. Yeah, that's just, yeah, I was about to say yeah. that's the first Robbie song I ever heard. And that's the one that convinced me to go by The Ego Has Landed. And Lazy Days was the first song on the album. Mm-hmm. So I, I have very clear memories of that. You know, it's nostalgic. Um, so if they fuck that one up. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> it's just weird because I love orchestral pop. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have, you know, the, the kiss with the orchestra is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have an orchestral thing where um, Wang Chung put all their stuff <laughs> in the orchestra. And it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Um, I love any of those things, this, it, but you know, they, they're all like re um, it's like the, uh, what do you, what do you call it? The arrangement, the arrangements are different mm-hmm. and it sounds almost like a disconnect between his voice and the music. I can see, I can see why you would think that. It, it feels like, and I'm sure this is how it was done, but normally it's mixed together in a way. I don't think of it this way. It feels like I'm listening to two tracks simultaneously. Mm. And one of them is him in a room singing a cappella. And then here's some music play. Hmm. And it doesn't feel like they're meshed. It feels literally like they took two tracks and just played them at the same time. <laughs> oh, um, and I look, I know that's the way you do it. You know, obviously he's not going to be singing live with the orchestra. He's in a room singing, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've never before felt like that's what it sounds like. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and some things are just like weird to me. Like, you know, I told you before with angels, it feels like this version is a little bit faster Mm -hmm. and it, it ruins the emotion of the song. Because you you sent me what is it Angels Road Road to Mandalay and Eternity right those three I think so yeah. okay okay um, but yeah the last whatever the last one was that they dropped I didn't even send to you. wow because um, I was such a list to it I was like this is crap well you need to send it to me because then I can determine whether or not it really is crap or if you're just you know being picky I'm not you know I. I love Robbie. I'm glad that he's so happy. Um, <laughs> but I, and I look, I'm not the only one because I actually have posted some like kind of negative comments on like you know, one of the Robbie Facebook groups I'm in. Mm-hmm. Just things like, you know, I'm not really feeling this one. You know, I'm, the emotions are there. And people are agreeing with me. Mm. Um, a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, I feel the same way. Or, you know, it's just, I, I don't think it's, just me i just think it's a poorly put together album whoever produced this one i think is not doing robbie any favors Mm. um so Hmm. on the other hand i am looking forward to the new um you know album from uh, mark owen um because i love Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. yeah the second single is like really weird um (laughs) it makes me wonder what the rest of the album's like now but um, I'm still looking forward to it. Well, it's funny. He, he, you know, of course, comes up in, on my um, my favorites list from time to time since it's, you know, based on my iTunes library. And whenever his song pops into my playlist, I'm just, I don't know. I always smile when when a song comes on just because, yeah. you know, I'm like, I, I like Mark. Um, I, I think I only have 
what is is it green man whatever there's one album i think of his i have that you that i got from you I you don't think. also have how the mighty fall no i do yeah i have that one too okay. so so those, i thought i gave you the album that had carnival and stars and all of that on it mm-hmm. i might have to check but either way whenever his stuff comes up i'm always like yeah i can you know um i could could have been like a almost a hardcore fan kind of thing um yeah i need to see what what i have so mark owen and yeah i think i have i do have the art of is it the art of doing nothing yes i think i might have yeah that was his most recent one yeah and your own time i think is one of his first ones I'm going to send you his second single from the album. It's called, Are You Looking uh, for Billy? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's just a a weird song. Um, He he does this falsetto through the entire thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'll send you that one. But yeah, one thing with Mark, though, is that you can hear the smile in his voice. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when he's singing, um, even if you're not watching the video or whatever, you know, I find myself smiling along with him because you can you can hear sometimes when he's, you know, the joy he has in singing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it's almost a shame that he's not a better singer because (laughs) he deserves to be huge. You know, yeah. he's such a great performer. Uh, he's got a good personality, um, but he's got a weird voice. Um, I like it, mm-hmm. but I understand when people hear it and go, hmm. <laughs> it is weird. It's- yeah, but and that's why it's like I can't listen to it like just a straight album necessarily. Yeah. It has to be mixed in with stuff. And again, it's not to say anything bad. It's just, yeah. okay, I have four albums by him, 33 songs. You gave me <laughs> The Art of Doing Nothing, Green Man, which was just a one song, I guess. Um, How the Mighty Fall, and In Your Own Time. Okay, so I think you have all so really albums. three albums, but they count Green Man as an album. It might have been a single then. Yeah, Green Man was the name of his very first album. I only um, have one thing off of that album, so. Yeah, it's my least favorite of his albums. Hmm. Um, so it's possible I just only gave, you, you know, a couple of things off of it or whatever. But, True. Yeah. But yeah, I do like Mark. All right, well, we've been doing this for an hour now. Wow, well, probably... more than an hour, actually, an yeah. hour and 22 minutes. I know, you've probably got, you know, more important things to do than than me i do i'm i'm you know i honestly i have all this work to do and i'm actually still feeling tired so i'm like maybe i'll take a nap and then come back and do the rest of this i don't know yeah but but yes i have far more important things to do all right so august 13th which would have been my um my stepdad's birthday oh okay yeah. that's that's but, sweet yeah he passed away back in 2010 though so yeah i remember yeah yeah, because you and uh, Jared and Kel came to the funeral. Yep, we did. I remember. I was I was stunned to see uh, Jared there. Um, <laughs> but you knew you knew, I knew Kel. Kel was coming because he goes yeah. to every funeral. So. Exactly, Kel's Kel's at every one. But uh, <laughs> he's got to find some way to monetize that shit. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. All right. Oh. Well, so I'm assuming maybe T'Challa will be back next time. I know everyone loves when T'Challa is here. So, yes. um, so we shall see. All right. Sounds good. Um, so everybody out there, I will be in teacher mode next time we talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so wish me the best. And uh, I guess until then, you know, peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs>